Welcome, listener, to the Hall of Champions. In this grand library are epic tomes of many warriors and their exploits in the ring. Listen along as Jeremy and Lusas recount some of the greatest battles that deems them worthy to be in the Hall. Without further ado, here are your hosts. Welcome, Fabeful. We are back. Uh, it is the week after WrestleMania weekend. Uh, after WrestleMania, one of the biggest things that's you know happened that what the the high holiday for marks like us. I mean, also there's you know New Japan stuff and everything else, but you know for the mainstream marks, it's WrestleMania. It's basically the Super Bowl. It's it's wrestlers Christmas. It really is. It really is. Also, like, would you call like Ring of Honor Supercard like uh, Hanukkah? Then in that case, or like any like anything happening, like any big events happening, what is would it have been Game Changer? Because Game Changer had more than one show, right? Is that Kwanzaa? Is Game Changer like Kwanzaa? No, I think Game Changer would be Hanukkah because they had like like almost eight crazy nights, but they oh, had nice. about, they had about three or four. You know, I think they, yeah. I think they were about three or four nights. I love that. I love that. So, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a crazy weekend. Yeah, and we're we're gonna get into it, but uh, I just want to bring something up, Robert. You sound great. You look great, by the way. As Thank well. you. Um, nobody nobody can see this. We're just doing this Zoom thing. Um, but Robert, you look great. You sound great. Why is that? What's going on? What'd you do different? You do something different with your hair? The good uh, our good buddies here at Tula Microphones uh, gave us a mic, and they <sighs> said, "Hey, we want you to try this out." So you, I have a matching Tula mic with you. Actually, actually, mine's red. Yours is black. We are gonna post on socials. We took a really cute picture. We're gonna post on socials. Tula, we love you guys. Um, thank you so much, Natalia, who I've been working with over not Nightheart, uh, Natalia in you know over at Tula headquarters. You are an angel on earth. I really appreciate you, Robert. Appreciate. Uh, sorry, the sauce appreciates you. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Are we breaking, Fabe? I don't know what we're doing here. Like, I, I really feel like we're, this is a more loose, freeform episode. It's, uh, I mean, you snuck out of the Hall of Champions and uh, went off to wrestle. I mean, yes. And left me, left me to watch, left me to my own devices in the hall, watching WrestleMania by my lonesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, having fun without me. Tell me all about it, I guess. Just kidding. I really want to hear all about it. Man, what a what a what a crazy weekend! What a crazy weekend! It was. Uh, Where do we start? Man, uh, you know it. It really starts down with uh, us the the preparation going into this. It was just a, uh, it was just a a long process and a, a lot of anticipation, a lot of uh, speed bumps along the way, oh, yeah. and um, we got it done. You know, so now I'm back here at the recovery wing of the hall. Yeah, just. Uh, just kind of hanging out this week because uh, it's been a long time since I've done a big triple shot like that, especially a big triple shot with that lack of sleep. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I wrestled it. I wrestled in three matches. I wrestled two on a, on the Saturday night. I uh, wrestled one on a Friday, and then of course I, got, I had friends everywhere that came in from out of town, from out of states. Um, everybody was doing stuff, they, and it. Uh, so, uh, the best thing I heard described to me was as it was, they called it the South by Southwest of wrestling. That's amazing. Yeah. It's just like, that's a great, that's a great analogy. That's a great description for it. Honestly. Exactly. Exactly. We even had, um, um, the show, the first show we did for roughhouse wrestling, apparently 
one guy came in, he was a promoter um, for another company. And then uh, he was just like, what do you know? I walk into a bar and wrestling's happening. On <laughs> a weekend like this, he just like walk into a random bar and he didn't even know wrestling was going to happen. And it's just like South by Southwest. You walk in and there's a live show happening, you know? Yeah, like some some like obscure band that like hasn't played in 20 years is like doing a random bar show. But th- at this, it, but in this, in this case, it's like Ricky Morton and uh, and Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express in like some bar. Right, right, man. So, so yeah. So a lot of a lot of stuff going in with this. Um, uh, me and my guys, the uh, the Call It in the Ring crew, the Manimal, uh, shout out, shout out, Rush Rogers, my boy Avon, and um, we. Um, the Manimals uh, has his own uh, company now. We did the debut show on nice. Saturday, so so Texas Roughhouse Wrestling. Look them up. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we uh, did a show at a Turning Point Brewery in Bedford, Texas, and it was a really nice brewery. We were setting up for weeks. Um, he booked the show, and um, it came down to you know he brought in he 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 traveled. He used to travel to California a lot. He wrestled for a hood slam. Have you ever heard of hood slam product? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He I've wrestled seen for clips. They're great. Yeah, so he knows a lot of really good Northern California guys, and so a lot of them came down and did our show. Um, and so um, getting prepared for that, it was just a, you know, getting the ring up there, getting in the in the, in the place, and then doing the show, tearing down, and then having to. Hoof, hoof it up to Fort Worth for another show that night, and uh, but yeah, it, it it all started it all started with Bedford, and it was just uh, it started crazy from the start. Um, I was asked to because uh, I live in North Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, so I was asked to like, hey, you got to pick us some shirts for the for Roughhouse Wrestling. We got an order ready. It's on Harry Hines. Those of you know the Dallas area, everybody knows Harry Hines. Harry Hines, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Harry Hines Boulevard. So we, that's where we're, we're meeting Avon. the sex workers at Harry Hines. <laughs> but yeah, um, me and Avon always ordered our shirts from a person there. And so they had the order ready. And so they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, just pick them up. So cool, cool. And so go to pick up the order. And then, of course, uh, the order is not ready at all. The machine broke overnight. And so it turned into like, what the hell is the, right? And so the best the lady could do was give us, instead of the screen print shirts, was just give us 12 shirts with our logo, but just a heat transfer. Oh, and he goes, man. But, but we're not going to, you know, we're not going to charge you. And we're like, all right, cool. I was like, cool. You got to wait one hour then. I was like, okay. So I got, I had to chill for like an hour waiting on these shirts to get, and then, you know, get to the show. So I uh, get to the show, you know, and the ring's already up. We got, we got a great crew uh, working for us. Uh, um, of course, uh, uh, Rush Rogers. He he worked a lot behind the scenes and also wrestled. He's like the 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 workhorse of the group, you know. So he's nice. he was running back everywhere. Uh, shout out to Marlo that always runs music for us and does everything we 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 have, like sound and stuff. Yeah, yeah. A uh, big shout out to CT Jones. I haven't seen forever. He was just randomly there and he came to help out too. So CT Jones is a, is a wrestler also. I love the wrestling camaraderie, like just dudes that like aren't on the show, but are like, yeah, I know how much this sucks. Let me help. 
Like, and they, I mean, and I think some do it. I, I, I want, I want to, I, I want to, I feel like this CT Jones guy you're talking about just like did it out of the goodness of his heart. It's a very wholesome thing. Like, you know, he, he knows, he knows the struggle of, you know, getting these shows together, getting them set up, whatever. But, uh, I feel like also some of those dudes, like maybe some of the greener guys are like, this is my chance to really get on a show or something. If I do it, it's like, no, you're, thank you for, thank you for the help. I mean, but you still got to prove yourself in the ring. <laughs> yeah, CD Jones is a vet, though. He's been he's been with us a long time, so uh, he's he's uh, he's ready to come do some shows with us. So we kind of like planted a little seed there for him. Nice. Yeah. So um, and then um, Avid Axel came in, um, and uh, we had a tag match, of course, for Los Crudos. We debuted our our new gear. Dude, I've I've got a I've uh I you sent me some of that gear. I definitely want to post some of that now that it's like it's out there. Yeah, like yeah. I want to send some of that stuff. Like uh, shout out uh shout out your boy who does the gear, man. Like, oh, I mean, Sergio Reyes. Sergio Reyes, man. He I'm still I'm getting that mask. And also also the uh the other gear maker, Avon Axel himself. He man. he to help us get the the order in. Yeah, he was there. Uh with him like all day cutting out the letters cutting out the patterns uh so shout out to him he he made us look good for our 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 official wrestlemania debut gear you know so we uh so yeah yeah what is what does avon not do man i mean so he (laughs) he wrestles with you he goes to pick up shirts he puts your gear to like he helps you know get your gear together and on top of all that he modeled one of our shirts out in front of Cowboys Stadium. Like, yes. you know, yeah, I mean, the Tope, the Suicida, Tope Suicida, Suicida shirt. shirt. Get it now. If you, if you see me somewhere, I'll have a shirt. I'll sell it to you. If uh, I'll also have, a, I'll also have Les Crudos shirts with me too. I'll sell them to you also. If not, Pro Wrestling Tees, you can catch them online too. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash KOTF podcast. Uh, we have three designs up there. If you, uh, we have our, uh, we have our Keepers of the Fabe logo shirt. Uh, we have the Tope Suicida Topo Chico shirt designed by yours truly. And our first show reference shirt, which I am very fucking proud of. Um, we talked about it in the RVD match. It's a reference to the uh, the very first episode the when we covered the Cena versus RVD match. And uh, the term Chekhov's Table was, uh, was born on that, uh, on that episode. And basically it's like Chekhov's gun, but it's like that chair. It's that table that, uh, that is used. And we're wondering when, you know, it's introduced, but it has to be used. Right. But when, and you know, you completely try and figure it out on the match. And I had said it again to a friend over the weekend. And I was like, that's like, they, they had also said, that's a really good phrase. And I was like, hold on a second. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I was like, we have a merch store now. I think I'm going to do it. Check off's table. Okay. Yeah. And I, then- I told somebody about it too. And somebody was like, that's very clever. He was just like, <laughs> God damn, I can quit. I can quit this after, after our obligations with our sponsor, I'm going to be like, yeah, man, if you want to keep doing this, you've got a mic. We can, I mean, I just want people that don't know me, uh, to 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 just call me clever to to that that's what I do all this for I, is just I want I want acceptance from strangers clever and witty yes that's all we can hope and for yay <laughs> so but, but no, yeah yeah uh, Avid Axel shout out he got him and Sergio got got us ready for WrestleMania we were looking great that's awesome uh, we worked uh, with two guys from California uh, 
uh, Levy Shapiro and The Riv. Uh, they're a tag team called Circumsexy. And uh, yeah, one of them uh, one of them is a uh, is like the Daddy Devil. He didn't really do okay. the devil gimmick that day, but still, man, they were great guys to work with. Uh, we had a great match. We actually opened the show uh, with nice. them, um, and uh, really cool guys uh, and uh, willing to help and you know do what we can to to get the show over. And then uh, rest of the rest of the rest of the matches were great. The Manuel had an outstanding match uh, with a guy named uh, Narles Garvin. Uh, nice. Big beef, big beef, Niles Garvin, and he is such a an old school. He looks like a legit like eighties kind of barrel chested wrestler, like you know. Yeah, like a Harley race. Type yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I loved those dudes growing. Yeah, up. and he's had this great old school look, and the Manuel had a great match with him. I didn't really get get to catch a lot of sh- a lot of the matches, uh, but what I did see, I caught the Manuel's match, and I caught a little bit of the main event. Uh, we had Rodney Mack at our show. We had a lot of uh, different uh, Hood Slam town. We had a Funny Bone was there, uh, w- okay. which uh, great like paints his whole body gimmick. It was really cool, cool visual and everything. Uh, Marty the Moth from uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, nice. Lucha Underground. He was in Tough Enough. Uh, great guy. Uh, we had Sledge there from uh, Ring of Honor. Um, they they cool. tag team against uh, two local Dallas guys, uh, Phil Noir and. Uh, and uh, what are you, Dylan Scott? That's his name. I'm trying to remember everybody's name, guys. I'm sorry, but <laughs> but they had a they had a killer tag match also. And it was it was one of those shows where we had. I felt like that show compared to all the other local indie shows there. Everybody was using kind of like the same talent. I feel like that yeah. show had the more unique looking talent, and therefore we offered like a different wrestling show, and it, it pulled off really good. It was a it was it's a good like a time. Great mixture of local guys and also like out of town, yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Like so that that's that's cool. Like that's a unique thing. Like definitely that you know I mean local guys got shine. People got exposed to like out of town talent, out of state talent, right, um, right. That they might not have been able to. You know that's that's really cool. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Texas Roughhouse. Called it in the ring crew. Uh, man, y'all got y'all guys did great. It was amazing. And then, um, so as, as soon as, uh, as soon as that show was over, break down the ring, uh, Avon said peace and went to WrestleMania <laughs> with his parents, with his parents, parents. Yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> damn. so, um, broke down the ring and then, uh, we headed up, um, actually took the ref with me, Kyle Grissom. Shout out Kyle Grissom. Kyle Grissom was an MVP that weekend. He is our referee for Texas Roughhouse. He refed eight matches for Texas Roughhouse. Damn. And then went with us to Fort Worth and probably refed another six. How many bumps did he take total? I don't know. You can't really bump you can't really bump the ref if it's just one ref. Okay. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Like this 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 isn't ECW and they just have like a bunch of them like on just a rack. Right. Take them out. It's like that guy got taken out. Let's you know, we gotta send in number four. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Kyle, Kyle caught a ride with me to Fort Worth, and we went to a bar. It was called Tulips, uh, Tulips nice. in Fort Worth, and this was this was a unique experience because there were several places like this WrestleMania weekend. They it was just one venue, but they had uh, several independent wrestling promotions going in that day, like cycling in in blocks of time. You just turn in, turn the ring around, like for each promotion. Right, right. So what uh, when I got there. Um, Rampage Wrestling was finishing up, and uh, I love those guys at Rampage Wrestling. They're from Lubbock, Texas, 
Nice. Came in and did a show, and uh, we, uh, me and uh, Avon Axel really do, do love working with those guys. Um, so they had a great show. Uh, what was really interesting is um, uh, Justin Taylor. Justin Taylor is a guy from West Texas around this area, and okay, he uh, he's made inventing that show. Nice. And um, so as I'm as I'm pulling in, uh, I can hear him cutting a promo after the oh, match. Yeah. And he cut this just this incredible promo. Like, uh, if you pay attention, Justin's, Justin Justin Taylor's on his way up. Like, that guy's gonna be next. Because it was You're funny. He, he made invented that show, and then the show I showed up for, he made invented that show also, and he took on uh, Simon Gotch that night. Nice. Um, that that was that was a great match. Well, I don't want to get ahead of shout myself. Out <laughs> shout, shout out Simon Gotch. Shout out Simon Gotch, man. So, yeah, so Rampage Wrestling ran out of there. I think another promotion ran out before them. I think they did like a noon show, then Rampage did the afternoon. And then I was doing at the 7.30 show, the This Is Manly Wrestling. Yeah. And uh, and it was great. Was the, you know, it's just what it lives up to. It's a bunch of mustaches and beards. <laughs> Big beefy dudes with mustaches and beards. <laughs> Like the like the great Big E, like the great Big E tried to get like on T-shirts, you know, just big pieces of man, just big man meat slapping together. Uh, get well soon, Big E. We're uh, we're really pulling for you, man. Um, yeah, just want to say get well soon, Big E. But yeah, I mean that's that's great, man. Like freaking, I love I loved the title of that when I heard it, and I was just like. Dude, so it's just bacon, beer, beards, and like big dudes. Is it just all the bees that I really love? They had a beard competition also. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool. Uh, uh it was run by a good friend of mine, Jamie Holly. Jamie Holly is uh great talent. He does this really old school, like strong man, you know, strong man look with the big mustache and lifts heavy weights with and the like, with the unit like with that one unitar. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, and he's like short. Steak and eggs and eggs and steak. You know, he's like that, you know? Looks like Rob Van Dam's ancestor yeah. with the weird singlet. <laughs> yeah, he's great. So he he's the one who booked that show and everything. And um, I was involved in a, uh, it was weird. It was like a representing, you have to, it was a battle royal, but I had to represent my state. And there was, okay. there were teams of five, three, uh, five teams of three, my bad, five teams of three. So, I was the Texas one, so me, the Manimal, and Rush Rogers were a team, uh, and I, I don't remember all the other states. I think there was Indiana, Illinois. Uh, they were all Midwestern guys. Bunch of big corn-fed dudes. Yeah, some of them. Some of them were, you know. So, uh, but it was weird. So it goes like a battle royal. But if you get eliminated, you're just eliminated. But if you get pinned, your whole team is gone. Whoa. Yeah, and uh, so by the time I got out there. My first partner was eliminated, <laughs> so I had to go in there and I, I, you know, had to wreck shit as much as I can. And then I got eliminated, and then the manimal comes out, so we didn't even really get to even team up in the ring. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> damn. But it was it was a it was a craziness and commotion back there. It was just so many guys in this show because just just my match alone had fifteen people, and then there was a pretty stacked card on top of that. And then, um, oh, Rock and Roll Express were there. They were there signing autographs. Yeah. Um, and then they were bringing a lot of their students from the School of Morton were wrestling at that show. Um, I met these one guys. They they did an Amish gimmick. It was really cool. A guy, nice. li- the guy, literally came out there with a black chicken. 
I love that. Like, he's like I'm a legit chicken. Now, <laughs> it, uh, it it reminds me like as soon as you mentioned that, I thought of Roadkill from ECW. Yeah, yeah. He looked like from... he he kind of had the build of Roadkill too. But... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, uh, Rock, King. Rock and Roll Express was really cool. I I really enjoyed talking to him, and uh, uh, I tried to I tried to sell uh, Ricky Morton a shirt. Uh, you tried to give him one. You you actually tried. I tried to, we, I tried to give had, him one, he, but he wanted money. But then I was like, "Well, if you like the shirt, I'll, get, I'll let you have it for twenty bucks." Yeah, it's like I try to work him back. How about if you like this? How about if you like this shirt? You give me money, right? You know? <laughs> I try to work you him. Put us over. You like it so much. Put us over, but give me money, right? So yeah, that's, I was like, that's from the school of Virgil. That's the that's the Virgil wrestling superstar Virgil. You know, school of business. It's like give me that fuck money first, right? Right, and then we'll talk. That meat sauce boss, baby. Shout out, Virgil. Yeah. Come on the podcast, please. But yeah. 20 bucks. Me and Ricky Morton went on a stalemate. Like, the, you know, you can't work a worker kind of thing. So, so no God, money, I, no I, money was exchanged. <laughs> no money was exchanged. No shirts were exchanged. Just glares. Right. Of contempt. Just glares. I love it. And then uh, also, also there, they were plugging their uh, supplements. It was uh, Billy Gunn and his sons, uh, the whole Ass Club or the Ass Boys. Yeah, they were there. They were really nice. Like uh, they were there briefly, but yeah, I got to meet the I, met, I got to meet the Ass Boys. And then when I, when I finally got to meet Billy Gunn, he stood up and shook my hand. I was like. That guy is a crush it? freaking mountain, dude. <laughs> did, did he crush it? Did oh, he, no, like, no. Crush your hand? Yeah, his hand is, like, I have pretty big hands. And, yeah, his hands are about the size of mine. So, like, how old is he? Uh, 58, I believe. He looks, yeah, he looks dude, amazing. he's, he looks like a 30, he looks, he looks like a 30, you know, a mid-30s guy. Just, just yoked out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, did he did he let you try any of the gunpowder like supplement? Oh no no yeah I don't I don't I don't do that stuff man I was like man <laughs> but, the, the plan the plan originally was I was supposed to be there but you know gas prices and the way things are um you know didn't end up making it but I think I remember like having kind of like a a pre a pre-strategy meeting about like all the stuff you were going to be doing and you talked about Billy Gunn you'd mentioned that and I was like dude if I was there just anything anything to get over with Billy Gunn I probably the the craziest thing I probably would have done was been like all right put a line of your gunpowder down here I'll snort it <laughs> like I would have done that <laughs> That's a- for, for the pod for Billy for the rib for the ass boys for for just for it all man for the glory don't forget to pick up your merchandise of keepers of the fabe at prowrestlingtees.com but uh <laughs> But yeah, the night the night ended well. Like um, you know, uh, it was nice to it was nice to like go home at a decent hour. When I say decent hour, I got home at one o'clock, but <laughs> it's usually like four or five in the morning because yeah. I'm coming in from out of town. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after uh, I took a long rest and then uh, had to chuck it back over to Arlington the next day uh, for Global Wrestling Federation and. Uh, this is a spot that me and Ava really love wrestling for. Uh, I don't know if you remember Global back in the day. This is a, a continuation of that federation okay. in the early 90s. They, they were kind of like after world-class championship mm-hmm. wrestling went down, uh, uh, they were still running show in the Sportatorium. Nice. This is like this, this, nice. I'm not sure it was saying an offshoot or a continuation of the old Global days, but of course this is where Stone Cold got his start. A lot of, a lot of the remnants of world-class and a lot of the local... Texas guys, yeah. Jeff Jarrett was in this and all that. 
so we we enjoy really enjoy really go wrestling over there and uh we've been um feuding with a team called horsepower which is uh eddie martinez and nathan collins and uh they're two very uh, quick, lightning fast guys. Couple and, stallions, you know, like the horsepower. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're called horsepower. And then we had a uh, triple threat tag match for the belts with them and the uh, those Camachos. And uh, this is our this was our first time working with the Camachos. So we've been dying to working with them for a while. And uh, man, these are great guys. Like Nate and Eddie work really well with us. And then the Camachos in there, we we all all three teams had a really good chemistry. Uh, the Camachos, um, legit, like <laughs> literally, like Zarek and Onyx, they look like a Puerto Rican. Uh, God, Arn I, I need Blanchard. to see these guys. I just, I love both uh, of those man, dudes. So, Maybe not Tully as much anymore, or his daughter Tessa. But um, you know, Arn, always in my heart, man. That dude looked like forty years old ever since I was growing up and he just continues to look perpetually 45 years old and like your dad's best friend that just got divorced. Right. Right. So yeah, we had a great match with them and, um, uh, you know, just a lot of, a lot of commotion. And this was like the same kind of spot. This was a spot in Arlington at uh, St. Jude hall and they were running wrestling shows all day. So we're at the three o'clock show. They were running wrestling from 12, but they also had a, they also had their main VIP show at midnight. Man. That featured Minoru uh, Suzuki. Minoru-san. Yeah, and so they, they ran wrestling all day in that building, and they pulled out a good crowd on every show. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, um, and, of course, like after our match and everything, Avon took with back off to WrestleMania. We're not, we're not with his parents. That'd be great if, like, night two, he didn't go with his parents, and it was just night one. <laughs> He was like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, mom, sorry, dad. I only had enough tickets for both of you for one night. Thanks, Vince. So, uh, so yeah, from there we, uh, um, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of hang out for a little bit and sell some, sell some shirts, push the podcast. So I'm over at the merch table and everything. And I, you know, I only try to catch wrestling matches when I'm at the merch table. <laughs> so other than that, I don't, I don't get to watch wrestling that much. So. I get out there and uh, the main event's going. So we have the main event is uh, Lou Gotti, which is um, he's the head of the DFW All Pro School here. So he's the head of the wrestling school, and um, and so he runs shows too. And so he is the champion there at Global Wrestling Federation. And great, yeah, he's great talent. He's really fun to watch and everything. And then he was facing uh, J- oh, JTG yeah. from Crime Time, Crime Time fame. And I'll tell you, like I met JT, JT in the back, and I'll tell you what, dude, that dude's cool. That dude's cool as fuck. I, I, yeah, that dude was cool as fuck. We ended up like we ended up like sitting next to him, getting dressed and everything. And, um, but yeah, watching his match with the uh, Lou Gotti, dude looks like a million bucks. That boy needs to be back on TV. You heard it. You heard it here, man. JTG is JTG is something else, man. He's really good. They had, a, they had a great they had a great show so we're glad we're we're ready to go back to global oh, yeah. wrestling federation and um yeah so after that it was and it was really cool like the show was at three i got done they they the, the show was at three it ended at five and of course there's just so much channeling out for mm-hmm. another company to come in and there's so turning it over there's a, a, a company from laredo coming Man. in after us and they're yeah. about to do a lucha show yeah so so they were like 
if you're not wrestling at this show, you got to get out because there's not yeah. enough room in the locker room, you know? So, yeah. so I was like, well, I thought I was going to kind of stay like a locker room battle. Suzuki should have had like a locker room battle Royal to see like a legit shoot lo- locker room battle Royal to see who gets to stay. Like one dude, like however many dudes were in there, like just let them battle it all out. And like the last dude standing gets to stay however, however long he freaking wants. Because I, th- I, th- I, th- I think right. you could have done it. <laughs> oh, not me. No, I was ready <laughs> to go home. You'd just be like, all right, bye. And then you just see like this dust cloud. Like, yeah, you can take my spot. I mean, if they allow guns or like some sort of like weaponry, then yeah, I would totally be like, yeah, I'd totally be in. But no, I mean, if it's just me and my bare hands, you've seen me, dude. Like, I I've, I've, I, am. How tall are you? You're fine. Yeah, you're taller than some of the dudes in the bag. You probably take somebody. Yeah, you take the, you take somebody. There was a, there was legit a guy there that was like five foot. It was like, oh, that guy is short. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, but uh, but yeah, it was like I was on the road by six, and I was home before dark, and it was pretty nice. Any WrestleMania weekend, Man. home before dark, and I got to plug in and watch night one, you know, and just kind of chill. And I went into recovery oh, that's mode. That's great, just, Man, like, uh, Wow. Just reflecting, it was a great weekend. Like, you know? What? 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 Speaking of reflect, uh, what sort of takeaways? Like, what? What are? What are the big takeaways f- uh, from 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 the weekend? Like, I mean, just anything, any 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 personal like goal, like achievements, goals you like really like met or like you know, I mean, you're 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 an advanced age, a little, you know, you're a little older than you know, like you said, you know, did you think you had it in you still to do three three events? Yeah, it was uh, that was that was actually one of the main goals because we were planning for months and it was just a matter of getting mentally and physically ready for this. And uh, you know, I'll do I'll do two shots or anything like that. But man, two two in one day, you know, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I just you know, and then you know, doing a three shot weekend, it was pretty cool. And, and plus the fact mm-hmm. it was all everything was so close, you know, so it wasn't even that much of a drive. But I did. I was I was very anticipating the weekend very well just because we had a lot of stuff debut. Yeah. we had the podcast debuting rough house wrestling debuting uh you know and and uh we had this uh this uh tag team title match also on sunday so it's just like we had a lot to prepare for and uh you know just anticipation and just wanting things to be perfect and and everything is just speed bumps are here and there uh, but all in all, it was a, it was a really good experience and I'm, I'm kind of glad I did it because I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Again. I mean, not, I kind of, I, I kind of did not, it not. like, like I kind of did it like, yeah, I'm going to do this because next time WrestleMania comes to Dallas, I'm probably not going to be up for yeah. doing that. And who knows when that's <laughs> yeah. going to be again? So just, because like, what was it? It's been a six year, uh, at least like how long has it been? Like, it's been like six years since like from, cause six I mean, years, next I believe, year's yeah, going six, to Hollywood. And, but I mean, that was an even longer. That's that's been an even longer thing, like since the last time they've been to Hollywood. But I think uh, Vince and the Dark Overlord Jerry Jerry Jones of Jerry World really do have an unholy alliance, and like maybe they'll close the gap a little bit more. And I think the numbers from WrestleMania and just probably even like the pops that got in there, like in in that arena in those in those two nights, like really probably like convinced Vince that like, yeah, we can do this again. We can do this again. Like soon. 
Like let let less in less time, not like literally like two years from now, but less time than it took like to do it again, like uh from the original like WrestleMania in Texas. So when they did it before the time previous. Interesting interesting note interesting note over there uh at Cowboy Stadium. Um ever been no, ever been to see Cowboys game? Well, like on the on the both ends of the stadium they have these giant windows. And during the games, like when the sun sets it the sun gets right on the field. It'll get some players' eyes and everything. And Jerry has these giant curtains, and he never closes them. So just Jerry never opens the roof, and he never closes his goddamn curtains, right? Sure enough, guess who got him Vince to close the McMahon. fucking curtains? Vince McMahon. He's just like, you're not bringing sunlight into my Undertaker entrance. <laughs> and so I'm not gonna officially, have the curtains... <laughs> Officially, the curtains got closed for the first time at Jerry World. So, so if that tells you anything about uh, how special Jerry treats WrestleMania, J- Jerry closed the closed the curtains. He doesn't no. close the curtains for the Cowboys. <laughs> so, you know the, the, that that sun could have saved us about five interceptions a year. But it's, I digress. Are we, we going to be doing like soft sports <laughs> talk like during like? Is that going to be a spinoff pod of just like a weekly Cowboys like? thing if we want sauce sports no because all i'll do is complain i mean yeah 90 percent of sports ones are complaining i'm not gonna complain (laughs) i don't want you to have a i don't i don't want you to have like a coronary over something that you're just like really complaining about like this this podcast is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be great it's supposed to like had that wonderful smile you got on your face right now i'm supposed to see that a bunch and uh if we talked about the cowboys i would be a crying bawling mess and I would just be yelling into this wonderful Tula microphone and you would just like I don't know what you'd be doing but Marty would just be like dad just he, he'd yeah, hide in the other room he's like dad he'd hide in the other room right it's like the peanut butter's almost out of my treat he's like <laughs> damn it so but yeah um, but yeah I, I'm very I'm very happy I'm very happy for all my friends that had a positive we weekend also it. Um, and that's just, that's not in my, you know, not as like in my inner circle and out of that circle. And even past that, there's a lot of, uh, wrestlers that I know that have been training really hard for this weekend and everybody kind of stepped up and they turned a corner this weekend. You know what I'm saying? So everybody kind of, yeah. everybody leveled up and I that's can see great. it because I've been watching. There's a lot of people I've been watching like, Hey, and if you don't know, like I watch, I watch all these guys, so, like all these guys in the local area in Texas and everywhere I'm doing shows with, I watch everybody. So, uh, so yeah, the fact that I, I see a lot of them level up this week weekend, it was just, it was great. It was great to see. And it was great to see, uh, people making money. Uh, and it was great to see that wrestling can take over an entire city, not only an entire city, but an entire Metroplex, because there was stuff going in Dallas, Arlington, yeah. Grand Prairie, Fort area. Worth. Fort Worth, there was wrestling everywhere. And I thought show, that was like. uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, and um, and and it and it didn't matter. It like everybody took a shot. Everybody's just like it doesn't matter. Everybody, if if you drew or not, no, we're all gonna yeah. be part of this somehow. And uh, and I only got to see what what I was a part of was probably like fifteen percent of that, you know. And but I there was still yeah. a lot, you know. But you know maybe next time. Like I, if I'm not wrestling or anything, I would I would like to be more involved with like the the wrestling the wrestle con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
you know, do something. Yeah, yeah I wanted to go to see RVD and try and try and smoke a blunt with him. Yes, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. And, or no, Rick Martell didn't show up. If Rick uh, Martell would have showed up, I just Rick can't Martell, yeah, to meet Rick Martell. Man, yeah, but Rick Martell, if you're listening, well, you're probably not listening. But if okay, I know, I know, wrestling circles are kind of like tight and not tight. You know, we they yeah they they are tight, but it's like it's like very six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm about about three wrestlers away from knowing Rick Martell. But I don't want to make it like a forced subject. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> may know? he may bring it so, up in subsequent so, episodes, ever so stuff. slightly and ever so subtly. But um, I mean, I know, like, yeah, he uh, he loves he loves his uh, Rick the Model Martel. Um, I do too. Like, I, I I garnered a great affinity for the man after you know after just talking with you so much and just everything the guy means to you. Like, I mean, I I really do have an appreciation for him. So. Maybe he's listening. Maybe he's not. Whatever. But Rick Martel, you know, I mean, if you want to come on, that'd be great. Yeah. But if not, whatever. No big deal. We're, we're going to keep podcasting. Yeah, you you really don't have podcasts. to You really don't have to bug him about it either. You just be like, hey, there's a podcast and they kind of mention you every show so that you can go on. But don't make it a big deal. Just and then maybe yeah, he'll contact I mean, us. You know, I was I was thinking about pitching you like after this, like I wanted to pitch you the Martel Minute. You know, just to kind of like, you know, spotlight Rick Martel, you know, for just one minute, literally one minute. And then we just continue on with the podcast. It'll be like a segment oh, like break a seg- in between our matches, in between totally our analysis, for Martel the Martel Minute at the very, very end, the very end of the show, your Martel Minute, and then your sign-offs. Yeah. Martel Minute. Yes. So I'm in. We'll do that on the next one. And now it's time for a Martell Minute. This podcast has been brought to you in part by Tula Microphones. Tula was founded by David Brown, one of the founders of Soyuz Microphones, a well-respected pro audio brand used by many of the world's top engineers and artists. The Tula mic combines a USB microphone and a mobile recorder and features unique noise reduction technology from Klevgrand, a Swedish software company. This mic was designed to provide today's content creators and people working from home with an intuitive way of capturing studio quality sound without the studio. Don't compromise on sound. Get yourself a Tula now. Visit TulaMics.com today. And we're back. Um, wasn't that exciting, that uh, sponsor ad you just heard back there? Gave well, me uh, chills. Indeed. Um, voice sounded familiar. It did. Shout out Liam the Incredible. Yes. Or, uh, that guy's great. Great guy, yeah. Uh, my girl and I were uh, listening to the podcast when it started, uh, the day it dropped, and she hadn't heard it yet. And she was like, literally, like after she heard the first Tula spot, she was like, that guy's voice is incredible. I was like, funny you should say that. His name is Leo the Incredible. Shout out, Leo the Incredible. Praise <laughs> you, sir, for all your wonderful work, being the voice of Keepers of the Fabe, of the Hall of Champions, uh, making us sound very professional when we are everything but... Um, anywho, uh, you got anything, you got any final words for us, Robert? The sauce. I don't know. I want to have a, uh, a voiceover off with Leo. Are you challenging yes, him? Yes, I can challenge it. We, we should do like movie trailers. Ooh, we'll figure it out. I smell more content. <laughs> that's all I'm doing now. Whenever I hang out with you, I'm just like, that's content. That's content. I'm just, <laughs> I'm really trying to turn this into something so that. 
maybe we don't have to work so hard or at all. And we just work really hard right. at this, but it's, uh, you got to pay your dues, man. So, uh, anyways, with, with that in mind, uh, you got, you got any final words? You got any shout outs? Uh, shout outs to, uh, to all my guys this weekend, everybody, everybody put on a good effort. Um, they showed that, um, Texas is a wrestling hotbed and, uh, Texas is, Texas is Texas. It's the best wrestling ever. So, uh, support your local independent wrestling shows. We all put in a lot of hard work. So support, uh, support the podcast. Yeah. Buy a shirt on pro wrestling tees. See me around, buy a shirt. Support those crew, those support local wrestling. You know, when when wrestling sucks, it sucks, right? But when wrestling is is great, it's fucking awesome. It really is. And, it's transformative. Yeah, and so this weekend was just one of those those proofs that on the on the local, the indie, and on the mainstream level, it it just proved that it uh, wrestling's for everybody. And I'm proud to be what part a, of it. What a time you know? to be a mark. <laughs> it's been some great time. I mean, what a time to be alive is like a really ironic statement nowadays, just considering what the world is. But um, what a time to be a mark. I mean, with everything that's been going on in wrestling. And uh, hopefully we'll get to cover some of that uh, a little bit more um, with some of these kind of like smaller, uh, less, you know, less uh, structured episodes, you know, more free flowing, but uh, we're going to put this out into the ether. It's going to be minimally edited, but um, we just, I just really wanted to get Robert behind, behind the mic. And I really wanted to talk about his experience out there. Like some funny stories. I wanted to catch up with him. Um, I haven't seen him. uh, I haven't, I haven't seen him in a minute and I'm, I just want to say, dude, I'm really proud of you, man. Um, I've said it. I've said it. uh, I, I said it a lot over the weekend when you were like getting ready for all this the week of when we were kind of talking about all this stuff and just uh everything else man but like dude you really did it you did the damn thing you did the damn thing for us you did the damn thing for los crudos you did the damn thing for yourself you did the damn thing for marty you did the damn thing for every goddamn one of the people in your circle and i just want to say you dropped this king you know i will mail you a crown um, because dude, you really did some king shit this weekend. You need to stop before I start sucking my own dick. Dude. <laughs> anyway, dude, that's going to be on the Patreon, <laughs> man. The you suck in your own meat <laughs> is on the Patreon. But shout out to you though. Uh, a lot of this came together really fast because of you. And you're just, yeah, you're by trial by fire and you're, you're not afraid to make mistakes, but the mistakes are made and the lessons are learned and we're moving forward with this. I mean, great editing job. We got, we got shit online that we got a presence online now and you're doing the damn thing. So, you know, uh, you know, nowhere else to go, but up. Yeah, honestly. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's been like really happening. I've, I haven't been checking the numbers too much. I mean, shout out anchor.fm for giving me anxiety attacks over the weekend, just because I'm like, nobody's listened to it yet. It's 1am. No <laughs> one's listened to this thing. And then at 1pm on Friday, no one's listening to this thing. Why aren't there more people listening? We promoted the hell out of it. I've worked two months. No one's know, known that we've, you know, been figuring all this stuff out over the course of two months. I'm just like, they have no idea. They literally have no idea. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. But um, really, You're just man, like, thank you. I know how to code a MySpace format. 
but I can't figure out how to get this podcast into people's ears. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I posted on the Facebook. What more do you want from me? I, I put up a link on the Twitters. Is there a new format I should be using? Well, yeah, it's, it's all a learning experience, man. So, yeah. Man, uh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I did not expect that. This was a you-centric episode, and for you to thank me at the very end, I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, King. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, anything else? Any other any other shout-outs for you? No, just uh, if you uh, if you hear this, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, like us on Twitter. I think we're gonna make a TikTok soon, are we? We do have one. Um, I set up a lot of the stuff like beforehand, but I don't know how much we're using it and like what what's really going to be like our more predominant format to like kind of transmit this stuff. Um, mainly it was Twitter for a while just because like it's easier, like the ease of use and like the fact that John Cena is still our first and, uh, you know, first Twitter follower. Uh, go. I want or you've watched. I wonder if you listen to it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, his D like, I noticed that his DMS were open and I was like, dude, do I shoot the shot? Like, I don't know. I'm still wondering if I shoot the shot or if he's like, who the hell is this guy? I don't follow him. You know, it's like he decided to start a podcast because I followed him. Okay. You know, I don't know, man. I don't want the dream to be shattered um, there was a guy that like worked on my computer at Best Buy, like a, a geek squad that like kind of explained some stuff that was like, oh, that, that kind of does make sense on why he might've followed us. Like it's just algorithm related stuff, but like, you know, he's still following us. So maybe, you know, one of his people was like, no, like this is kind of cool. Like, let's keep it. You know, like that scene in Batman when like, like the first Batman where like they're, they're terrorizing the art museum. And then like one of the goons is about to like slice up that painting. And he's like, wait, I kind of like it. You know? Yes. I I feel like we, we are that Francis Bacon painting and we are being saved by the Joker just because we're just weird and morbid enough. Let's just get weirder then. Yeah. Hell yeah. Totally dude. Let's go with it. Frank Reynolds, baby. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I'm going to get real weird with it. Awesome. Shout out Danny DeVito. Um, <laughs> me, myself, I think I, I just, like I said, I'm shouting out you. I'm shouting out uh, the whole damn team. First off, starting with my uh, supportive uh, partner, B. Whoop, whoop, bad bitch alert. Um, that's all I got to say, really. Uh, but uh, my friends, my family, everyone that has really kind of come together, supported um, you know, are, uh, I mean, just any, anybody that really within this two months that found out I was doing this, um, and was like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I think you guys are going to be great at it. And then, um, some of the early reviews we got, like kind of when we previewed this thing and then like the day, like, uh, first, first weekend kind of reviews. Um, yeah, everyone had a lot of great feedback. They really loved this rapport. Um, hopefully they want more of it. Hopefully, um, you know, they keep listening. Hopefully they tell their friends. Um, hopefully they follow us on all the following socials. Sorry. I got to pull out the link tree and uh, hopefully Rick Martel. Like, yes. I mean, but you know, whatever. I mean, I mean just know, casually, my, my, just casually finds us just casually. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I mean, we could spray some arrogance cologne, you know, out into the air, out into the atmosphere and see if he smells it and, you know, like sees, you know, game recognized game type 
I bet that shit stinks, man. I bet it does, dude. Did you remember like that thing was like in a gigantic like yeah, it's a bug like, spray. pesticide sprayer? I yeah, have, I have a Rick Martell action figure on my shelf right now with what the arrogance. What a Mark tell. <laughs> <laughs> tell it on your you're, you're Mark telling on yourself. Oh, that's gonna be a shirt one day. Just just so you know, Marty Marty's full name is is uh uh, Mar- uh Martin Mazana, but I'm using the Martin like the Marty is from Martell, so. <laughs> I didn't want to just grade straight out, just call him Martell, but I'm just calling him Marty. Oh. Uh, but I gave him a worker name. His name's Marty Mazana. So I love it. That's his full. That's his full name. Oh, uh, in the words of Jim Ross, by God, call an ambulance. He is dead. I am dead. I'm <laughs> fucking dead after that. I, I don't remember what I was doing. I was I was I was shooting promos. I blacked out after that nice bit of comedic gold and wholesomeness from you and your best boy Marty. Um, shout out Marty too, man. Shout out Roxy. Shout out Kingston. All the pets from the KOTF universe. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor.fm forward slash KOTF podcast. Uh, our pro wrestling tees store, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash kotf podcast twitter is at fabe keepers um the instagram is at kotf podcast um any of those socials will have a link tree that will take you to any of the other socials um it's a wonderful little thing set up uh, shout out link tree um i'm gonna try and get some sponsorship with them so we can get like some premium stuff going on premium gimmicks but um yeah uh, I just really wanted to have a nice little one-on-one with you about your wonderful WrestleMania re- wrestling re- WrestleMania weekend experience. Excuse me. Um, and uh, I think that's it. Unless you got anything else, I'm good to sign off. I'm a uh, yeah. I'm glad to share the experience with you. It was a uh, it was a great time, man. So once in a lifetime. Yeah, man. All right. Well, until next time, faithful. Keep the fame. This has been a Pocket Universe production. Promotional consideration provided by Tula Microphones. For more information on Tula products, visit tulamics.com. Be sure to follow Keepers of the Fabe on all socials.